Well, hi there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is Thursday, May 5th, 2022, and this is episode number 342 of a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of our dreams. And because it's a Thursday, we usually go to the Old Farmer's Almanac and use that as fodder for content for today's show. And today we're gonna take a look at Cosmos, Blossom End Rot, Mexican recipe favorites, and more. And in the link in the show notes, you can, this will take you directly to the Daily Almanac, where you can learn about who was born on this day, what happened today in history, and little factoids such as there's 47 days until summer begins. Some of us out there, it still feels like winter half the time, but that's right, there's less than 50 days until summer. And there's questions of the day, puzzles of the day, and just a lot of good stuff within the Old Farmer's Almanac. So check it out, click the show notes for more. There's an article in there as well on Cosmos and Cosmos or annual flowers with colorful daisy-like flowers that sit atop long, slender stems. Blooming throughout the summer months, they attract birds, bees, and butterflies to your garden. Growing easily from seeds, cosmos even survive in poor soil conditions. This was a plant that mom used to grow with us when we were kids. They're very easy to grow. If you're not familiar with cosmos, check it out. There's a link in the show notes. Just click the link for the Old Farmer's Almanac read everything there and you'll find the article there. There's also a link to Blossom End Rot. Blossom End Rot can be a frustrating problem that seemingly comes out of nowhere. And you can find top tips for preventing Blossom End Rot on your tomatoes and other garden plants. Again, in the show notes, in the Old Farmer's Almanac, you will find links to this and more. And then finally, what we've got is frijoles. That is the recipe, Mexican beans. And uh, this re recipe for frijoles is simple and tastes much better than your average Mexican beans. Now, I don't know what average Mexican beans are, but I do have a little story about frijoles. There's also a recipe uh, for ch Mexican chicken and bean soup. And, um, you know, I'm not even going to read a whole lot more. I'm just going to, well, first of all, make the turn, get off 18, and uh, share this story about frijoles before I even look any further. But what else do we have in there today? There's a story about Mexican quiche and Everything else, if you want to learn more about the Old Farmer's Almanac, you can certainly do that by clicking the link in the show notes. But since it looks like I've got a school bus coming up, I can enjoy a leisurely drive. I'll pull up this link on what the Old Farmer's Almanac has to say about frijoles and uh, share with you a little story about... Uh, 
about my oha. I think that's what it's called, my bean pot. So I work with the guys, you know, and I, I just, I call them the guys. They're, uh, at least the guys I work with now are largely from Mexico City and uh, Zimapan, like up in the country, I guess, um, kind of north of Mexico City. And uh, they're a tight-knit group of guys, pretty much all related somehow or another, you know, um, if I'm not mistaken, very small town type of, of feel to it. And this was very similar in a lot of other, uh, a lot of other places where I worked with either H2A or H2B workers. Um, basically those are, for those not familiar with those programs, those are work visa programs, government work visa programs, one of which is an agricultural type program where the employer provides the housing. The other is where I believe the employee is responsible for the housing with funding that is provided by the employer. I could be mistaken, but um, part of my internship back in the day at ATI involved, you know, because I had to be the wild one and like go out to Colorado for my internship. That came with some other sacrifices, especially as I worked with or chose to get away from toxic people that I worked with. You know, um, I, I, I put in my time, but once realizing that some of these people were toxic to be around, I chose to get out and explore different areas within the company. And sometimes that involved digging ditches until the calluses of my hands, um, you know, bled from the mattock. Uh, that's just, you know, that was the shit that the Mexicans got tasked with. And, you know, if I wanted to get out of what I was doing, then, you know, I, I was free to go work with those guys. And you know what? I did. And I learned a lot. And, um, and I continued that type of ethic over the years, just working with people because sometimes work's got to get done and when you do that that's how you earn respect and that continued here and uh, I believe I've earned the respect of you know the main foreman Lionel and his crews along with the potting crews basically all of the all of the H2A guys here and a couple of years ago Lionel brought back a bean pot from Mexico um, and I have yet to actually make these Mexican-style beans, but um, you know, as many of you know, I've put in my resignation letter. I will be leaving my day job, and what's wonderful is that you know the guys they you know they, they've earned my respect. Apparently, I've earned theirs, and they want to take me out. So I've got to figure out where I want to go. But I kind of I, I kind of want to eat Mexican with my homies. So they, they, they keep telling me to choose the place, but I want to default to them and just want to, want to hang out in a, in a comfortable environment with the guys and have a good time, you know? Um, but anyways, 
So what are Mexican beans? Let's take a look at how we can make them, right? Because maybe, probably many of you, almost all of you, don't have an oja or a bean pot. I didn't either until I got lucky and worked with some awesome people. Um, so this recipe for frijoles is simple and tastes much better than your average Mexican beans. Just five ingredients, including salt pork. Oh shit, that's why it's good, guys. Salt pork in your beans, yes please. Frioles have that rich, soft, velvety texture that tastes great as a side dish with grilled meat and poultry or as a filling for burritos, tacos, and quesadillas. All right, all you carnivore people. This one's not for you, I guess. But for those of you who maybe want to eat some frijoles or dare I even throw lentils into the mix. <laughs> uh, right? You know, this one's for you. So... You can also serve this with salsa on the side or mix in chopped jalapenos or green chilies if a hotter flavor is desired. Yeah, do that. Um, we commonly mash the beans, spread on flour tortillas as shown in the photo, and then sprinkle that with minced onion or grated cheese and cooked meat. Roll up and eat. You know, damn, guys, it's been a while since I ate like that. And yes, I don't do carbs quite as often as I used to or near in the same way and certainly not with tortillas but there was a time in life where I sure ate a lot of these and um, man that's just that's just a that's just a good way to eat oh so uh, Yeah, that, I think this just solidified my decision because there's a couple good Mexican places in town and that's what I want to do. I want to have a good time with the guys. Um, so anyways, if you're going to make these beans, you know what, I'm going to punch this because these guys are going slow through the school zone. All right. Um, so if you want to make this, again, the recipe will be there in the show notes. I'll link to this recipe specifically in this article on frijoles. But you got one pound dried pinto beans, one cup of coarsely chopped onion, a couple garlic cloves, whatever. One to two garlic cloves crushed, double that. All right, just go heavy on garlic. Do everyone a favor, especially your wife. <laughs> uh, two inch square of salt pork. All right, go heavy on the garlic, go heavy on the salt pork. You won't regret it. It'll be greasy. Thank me when you're finished. Uh, maybe cut back on the water if you do that a little bit. I add a little bit more as you go. Um, teaspoon of salt, quarter to a half teaspoon of black pepper. Do yourself a favor, get a mortar and pestle and um, buy some nice black peppercorns and uh, you know, use some good quality salt too like Redmond sea salt from Utah. That stuff is uh, is very good. Up your salt and pepper game and your cooking game increases exponentially. Simple spices make everything better. Once I improved my salt and pepper game, I literally stopped using or you began using considerably less of other spices. 
quality salt and a quality pepper really bling, brings out the true flavor in your meat, especially if you're eating a clean diet and you've stopped eating a bunch of bullshit. You can really taste food. It's amazing. Taste food. Think clearly. Live a good life. And you know, speaking of leaving a job, thanks to uh, Wayne in the chat yesterday, t.me slash growth. you can join us there. I w I've been challenged somewhat with uh, the question of what are you doing? And, um, you know, my, my, my plans have been accelerated. So they're, uh, while my plans have always been somewhat fluid, uh, yeah, the plans have been accelerated and there's a bit of, there's a bit more uncertainty than I was uh, expecting due to the time frame change. So, basically what he said, which is just brilliant, was when asked the question, what am I going to do? The simple answer is, I'm going to start living my life on my terms. And guys, that is what freedom is all about. And that's what I toasted my mom with, or she toasted me with. She raised her glass over dinner after the farmer's market meeting a couple nights ago. She said, to freedom. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. You're an odd 